In this episode of The Blaze Talks, we get to meet the eye of the town, Otis Reed. We get acquainted as he tells us about where he is from and where he resides. We talk about his roots in the local music scene, his transition into videography, and also his music, which can be streamed on all streaming platforms. This is a great way to support your local music scene, as Otis Reed has worked with tons of local music artists, producers, and continues doing so with his next project, GOTIS. Be sure to share this episode and stay tuned for more from the Blaze Podcast. Yo, what's good, man? Uh, thank you for the time that you're spending with me today, man. It's, it means a lot. Thanks uh, for having me. And seeing seeing how you've been doing, man. Uh, I got to just say, you are the eye of the town, man. Word, word. With with the, all the work that you've been doing with a lot of the artists, man, and uh, I, I I can't I can't say anything other than what what an amazing talent you are. Every, everything that you've touched, everything that you've uh, been producing, right. I, I want to show some love to it any way I can here on the podcast. Right, right. Thank you. So uh, let me ask you a couple things. Um, you know, this is the first time we actually got to meet. Right, right. So l- let me know a little thing about you. Uh, where did you uh, grow up and, and how did you uh, come involved in hip hop around the, the city? Okay, so um, I grew up on the east side of Fresno. Um I went to like a bunch of elementary schools and high schools. <laughs> so I went to uh, Erickson, uh, freaking Turner, uh, Easterby, uh, Slater. You know, uh, you know what I mean. A lot of Erickson, you said. Yeah, Erickson was. The I went first to Erickson as well too. Oh yeah, yeah. From um, uh, from what grade? Fifth in. Fort Fort, I was I was in a combo class. Oh, okay, they did those so, combos class at that time. I I went like I was probably before you because I only went for kindergarten and a little bit of second grade. Like who did you have for uh, kindergarten? Uh, Miss Lee. Oh, okay, I had yeah. Mrs. Akata when I went there. I went Word. there in kindergarten too. Okay. that's kind of crazy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I had Miss Lee for kindergarten. We were like in a bung- it was like a bungalow class. Like when I passed the school now, it looks different, way different from so crazy man. When I went, you know? I remember just going through that fast trip all the time right yeah. after school. You know, going grab some wedges right there. Yeah, yeah, I still, I still go to that fast trip. They they got some cheap gas over there. Well, well, seeing that side of town too, growing a little bit as well. You know, seeing that they have that that Garden City right, right there too, right. and they got that taco spot. I wish you know they yeah, had that. Yeah, back they used then. to have a barbecue spot right there uh, with that. Carnicería is that uh, right there on uh, right by the fast trip? Right on Shields, I think that's Shields, right? No, it's Clinton. Clinton, Clinton. Clinton. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. my bad. Yeah, well, I'm I'm from, I'm not from that town. I mean, what, I, what I side of town are you from? I, I I grew up in on Mackenzie Street, right there on Mackenzie and Chestnut. Oh, okay, you from that the east? Well, the east I mean, that's where I, that's where I'm from too. Like that's I've I lived on Recreation at that time, but like yeah, it's I mean, right obviously there. like. My formative years, I went to Easterby and stuff, so I went. I lived on like Peach and King's Canyon. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, a little bit further that way. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Not so. You went to Sunnyside, of course, right? I went to Sunnyside for like a little bit, okay. like uh, for like a couple months, and then I was just getting like I had a home ec, like cooking class. Like that was the only class I had got an A in. Everything else I had. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you something, man. School sometimes it just pushes you, man. It pushes you yeah. out of it. You know right, what I mean? Right. Well, you know what I, I found out about myself. Uh, I'm better in uh, smaller things. You know what I mean? Like, right. like 
because I I didn't do good like. I did okay at Fresno High. That was the first high school I went to, mm-hmm. uh, ninth and tenth grade. But uh, I was still like, you know, I'll get D's and but B's and C's too, you yeah. know, and like obviously A and P E type shit. But gotta other than that, gotta have that. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not. Yeah, I wouldn't even be able to look at myself if I got anything less. You know, honestly, dude, it's crazy that it's almost the same kind of journey for me. I went to Clovis West. I mean, I grew up from from the east. My parents luckily, you know, got us a, a nice house here. Where? But now, um, what's Clovis, Clovis West? What's uh, Clovis West? You know, uh, you know, uh, damn, do you know uh, B Wash? Yes. Oh, we, wow. well. I went to the elementary, uh, like, I went from Erickson to Fort Washington, Where? which I met B Wash. Oh, I went, wow. I went all the way up with him through yeah. football, through he basketball. Might, you might know my boy uh, Bakari, too. Uh, Bakari Wilson. I probably or a rest in peace, my boy Darkstar, uh, John Malone. This tall, he's like six five. John Malone, I think I know his brother, John. John uh, Johnson. Nah, I don't. Uh, I don't no, know. John. Don't John know. got no. sisters. Uh, Sorry, or had sisters. There's, 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 there's so many people that you know are connected. Yeah, And, yeah. and somehow, probably we're gonna be connected somewhere. Right, that way. right, right. Yeah, because I'm like going over the timeline. We're the same age. I'm thinking like, oh yeah, we probably know we probably know a lot of people. Yeah, you know. I knew B. Wash though. He was amazing. Though. He's yeah, always yeah. been an amazing talent. Even when I mean he was coming up, you know, and yeah. doing his thing. I, I I haven't really heard much from him lately. Word, word. Yeah, he's living out now, laying out. Like he's well, he's my uh, my kid's uncle. Okay. You know, he's I was married to his uh, to his sister. He's, a, he's always been a good, a good, a good guy, man. Yeah. Uh, has for some reason he's like a model to me though. Like, yeah, a, yeah. Like he's always he deserves to be in like you know Magazine. LA. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice looking guy. I always tell people you know pause. And, you know? and he did and he did some good work too with MTV, right? He did he did a, a little stint with MTV. I, I I remember he had like a video. Yeah, he's done all kind of stuff, man. Like. He he had he's had a fascinating journey, you know, as an artist. I, I like to talk about that stuff, man, especially right. with the connections that we might have, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, talk about some of the talents that you maybe have worked here in the town of Fresno. Yeah, man, I've worked with so many people. Like, even uh, I, you know what? There's okay. So, I've done a lot of, uh, I guess, music videos for a lot of people, right? So. And and it's weird to say that I've collaborated with people because I don't take uh, I don't take a uh, directing the same as doing rap right, but it's like I've been creatively collaborating with all these artists like you know what I mean like I have so much stuff that I've done with people it's just I don't I can't even quantify it right. you know what I mean and it sucks to be a uh, a rapper I guess right and not be able to separate it sometimes mm. you know what i mean i, I don't know it's hard i don't but i want to i, I want to understand so the question for me is like even though you have an ear for music sometimes yeah. you can't be about what 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 you hear you know right. because it's a business for you on the other end like yeah. you're you're an artist on the video right as well so you can't really put someone's music as it's your own or right, what, what right. Not, you know and see okay and, and that's the thing so that's and that's what i was saying like so with what i do with doing videos i don't move unless i get paid right but it's a direct trickle down from me making music me making music is what me got into doing videos mm-hmm. like and that's where my clientele comes from mm-hmm. everybody knows me 
as a rapper, so they like, oh, okay, oh, this wife's videos are good because he knows what he, he knows what we want. Da, da, da. Mm. So when people come through and try to hit me up to do a song, I'm like, I don't this. All, all I do is creative stuff for a living. I don't really move unless I'm getting paid, you know. Right. And people don't know how to take that. You know what I mean? They it's don't. Hard. They, you know what I mean? They're like, oh well, you know, who are you in, in music? And it's mm -hmm. like, well, it doesn't matter. Like I just don't like uh, this is what I do for a living. Like it's, so, it doesn't matter what level you think I'm on or or whatever. It's just that's just this precedent that I've uh, set for myself for all the years I've been doing creative stuff with people. You know what I mean? I, like I know so. What you mean. You know, it's like you wouldn't be coming to me unless you knew there was some kind of value to me. Exactly. No matter how much views I got on YouTube or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I think sometimes it goes genuine too. Like, for someone like you coming to my podcast and trying to put me on as well, you know. Word. Knowing that, you know, both of our both of our platforms are going to collide and make something word, great. Word, you know? word. But But I see it as, you know, you taking the chance too. Right. You know, and I like that about about you doing that for me. Me looking at you, you know what I'm saying here. Right. And, and, and I see it like, you know, when you do videos with people, you kind of have to have that collaboration bond already, knowing that, man, this is what I'm worth. This is what my time is worth right, right here. Right, right. You know, I'm, I, I could, I could go to go go to work, clock in nine to five, or I could be here with you. And if I'm here with you, this is more important. Right. Exactly. You know, and that's the grind. Exactly. That, that, that's the grind that I like, and that's a grind that I want to support, man. Right. Right. So. Let's talk about more of your videos, knowing that, you know, you have been working with a lot of the, the artists around town. So, um, you worked with, I know, uh, T.A., the handful. Yeah, that's my blood brother, you know. And he was genuine from the get-go, man. He's a great guy, I gotta tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, working with him and seeing him, like, start running right now, uh, what, do you, what do you feel about uh, his sound right now going around in the city? You know what? It's... Um to see his his 180 shift, you know, because it, it, it's incredible because I'm his brother, you know what I mean? So I've seen him since he was a kid, you know what I mean? So I've always known his potential and I've always big my brother up. Like we'd be playing outside and I'm like, look, my brother can lift me, he can pick me up. My brother's four <laughs> years younger than me, you know what I mean? Like, so he was like, He'll be like five, and I was like nine. I was like my my brother. He's like look out, like he can pick me up and, mm -hmm. like, and stuff like that. Like I was always like putting him up there. Like so, I always knew he could be something great. I've always seen it since we was kids. Man. So to see him <clears throat> go where he's going now, like I think there's nothing but up from here, and I'm glad that he sees it in himself. I love it, man. It's like a jet a jet behind him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With someone like you, someone like Fash. Right. Uh, just a great group and of people. And it's like, it's a family business. Like, it's, you know, Fast, that's our cousin, so, you know what I mean? Man, and I didn't, even know, I didn't know that was the connection between you guys. Yeah, so, you yeah. guys are all cousins. Dude. Right, oh, yeah. Nice. Like, I got, like, pictures from family reunions where it's like, Tim is sitting with the little kids in the front, and, you know what I mean? Me and Fast is, like, with the bigger kids in the back. That's amazing, shit. dude. Yeah, yeah. But, but seeing the team that you guys do work with, you know, and doing a lot of in-house work. Right. You know, um, and you, you even work with Fashawn with some of his videos as well right you know what, what what kind of stuff have you learned along the way uh with just the eye of, of video and, and doing video well like as soon when i first got into it like i've like it the whole reason for me doing it is i was tired of getting on <clears throat> the other videographers nerves you know <laughs> it's like we'll be shooting and i'm always like no i want to do this and that you know and they're like 
you can tell they get, they get agitated and stuff because I get agitated now. Like now I'm dealing with the same stuff they was dealing mm-hmm. with. An uh, artist feeling like they have a vision, and, and which is everyone should. So I, you, you can't get mad as a director. But the thing that sucks about it being a business is I deal with. I, it's like. You go to an emergency room and you're like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And they're telling you, no, you can breathe because you're talking. You know what I mean? They're like, no, but you're like, no, but I can't breathe. They're dealing. They're, yeah. they're not going to be as. They're not going to be because they deal with people that can't really can't breathe every day. Right. So it's like you you're just a dime a dozen to mm-hmm. them. You know what I mean? Of course they're not going to let you die. Right. Well, they're going to try not to let you die. Sometimes they won't catch it. You know what I mean? But. At the end of the day, they're desensitized to it. And that's how it is as a director sometimes. It's like, I have a vision. This is going to be the greatest video ever. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But everybody that comes to me thinks they got the greatest video ever. And and that might only go so far. Right, right. Except if you took some criticism or maybe my concept, maybe it might go a little further. Exactly. And And then it's like, I'll be like, I'll be wanting to tell them, I ain't got the greatest video ever. (laughs) Like, right? Like, you know what I mean? Not saying it's the greatest, but I I felt it. and And I can show you a video. That you you couldn't do or you wouldn't have never thought of doing because from your idea you don't really have much vision. If I but I can't go off on people and tell them that right. But it's like bro, like the videos that we've done over the years, like since 2010, where we've been like putting our creative juices to work before it was even accessible to do some of the stuff we we're doing. We pushed the envelope. You know what I mean? I love it. You know what I'm saying? So it's the, cre- it's the creativity of it. It doesn't peak. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I think it's like you say, it's all the in-house stuff that you guys work with. Everybody that you have in, in inside the, the, I would say that that triangle that you guys got going. Right. And, and seeing that you're bringing other people on too, saying, hey, let me shoot some videos for you. Let me, you know, uh, and then let me get you on a feature or something like right, that. Right, right. You know, and working with the city like that, dude, uh, it's just amazing. Yeah. And seeing that it's going to be keeping keep pushing and pushing and seeing that, man, you guys are not picking nobody else here. I mean, we got to see you guys as like, you know, that, that, that uh, echelon. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, exactly. Because this is what the future is going to hold for us here in, in the city. Right, exactly. And, and, and what do you think about, like, just so far about people coming at you with videos and trying to have a different vision, maybe opposite of what even your beliefs as well, a person, I, you know? When somebody comes with something and I'm like, and it's just, I've never heard of it, and like, it, it, it gets me excited. Especially if the song's good, I'm like, oh man, I, I, it's dope to have my name attached to this. I'll even give you a deal because of how good you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, like I'll cut people deals and stuff like that because I'm like, I like this. I really like this. You know what I mean? Like, and I wanna, I don't wanna deter you from it. I wanna get this out. Like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done. You know, but, you know. And I shouldn't even be saying that because you know then then everybody's gonna be thinking coming to me like nah, oh, I, got the, I got this idea. This is not the, this, there's no discount code. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying. But but I'm, I'm just asking like maybe your personal beliefs. Maybe sometimes you know people portray music to be what what they think is what mu- what music should be. Right, you right. You know, and maybe your beliefs don't really line up with line their up beliefs. With them. Yeah, like, how hard is that to really? Well, it honestly, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter because we all got our, our vision. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it's just when when it when someone when you start to bump heads is when someone is trying to force you to do something more than you would do normally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I when somebody saying. comes to me like, well, yeah, then uh, like I know I only paid for an hour, but like 
I'm telling you, this is gonna work. Let's can we drive over here, do this and that, and, mm-hmm. and then and then they speak to you as it because they don't know who. Some of these people probably don't know who I am as right. a, as an artist, right? So they're speaking to me as if I'm some like nerd with a camera, and that's that can be frustrating sometimes. Right, you right. know what I mean? Because I'm like. Yo, like, yeah, I am a nerd with a camera, really, cause, but that's not who I am. <laughs> that's not who I should be to you for what I've done. Exactly. And, like, you know what I mean? And you should have probably figured out who I was before you got referred to me, you know what I mean? Because, you know what I mean? So, like, somehow any, you got referred to me, yeah. so you should you should ask them how it works. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but, but I think what happens around town is people think, oh, that's the homie, so that's my homie. Right, you know what oh, I mean, yeah, and, and I'm, not, I'm, yeah, not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not a person to say like I, I'm a hater and whatnot, but I'm somebody that I really need to get to know somebody to really put someone on, right. or or somebody that has the stature to put on. You know what I mean? Right, right. You can't come at me and say like, you know, you want me to want me to do something for you if really it's gonna only affect you. Right. You know, if it doesn't affect me, how am I gonna even put my all into it? Right. Exactly. That's how I feel, though. Yeah. But, you know, and I, well, I, I see, and, and that's just, it's the, it's back to the thing, the ego of artists feeling like I'm telling you, I may not be something now, but I'm telling you, this is gonna be it, and you're gonna mm-hmm. be happy that you were attached to this. Yeah. And it's like, you know, people don't understand that it doesn't matter. None of that matters, right? I can go get a verse from Fat Joe or. Uh, a little boozy or somebody like like that level of rapper tomorrow and it ain't even gonna matter right it's not gonna help my views are gonna help me with nothing at the end of the day the shit still has to be good you still got to have the money and marketing promotion yeah. to put behind it. it you know unless it you get the once in a billion chance of going viral or something like that then more power to you right but right this is all lottery this is all lottery shit. You but, know what I mean. But, but what I also like about your style too is you you do statement pieces. Right. You know what I mean. You're not you're not only doing things to please people, uh, the masses. You're doing things to please the people that are looking for artistry, that are looking for mm-hmm. beyond what is beyond music sometimes. Right. And that's what I like to to, to have you on the podcast do because it's a whole other angle to be an artist, but it's a whole other angle to have that eye for the for the music. Right. You know. So I, I, I thank you again for for coming on the podcast but even with um the music for yourself you know um yeah. I, I just want to talk about uh the the album i i don't want to mispronounce it negro negro basura. basura negro yes yeah yeah so did you do a lot of uh that work i know you did some videos for that one yeah. um did you do a lot of that work in-house with with that project uh what do you mean with the uh the producers, the, the producers um, with the, so with the, with the um, videos and with beat making or with well, like okay, so on that project, you see uh, a lot of the producers on it was people that the same people I messed with, uh, Tabletop, AM3, and Jukebox. You know what I mean? And like, you know, the I I, I mainly work with the same three producers. Been working with them. I mean. I want to add Jukebox mostly maybe since 2014 and then uh, Tabletop came around 2016 and then because I was working with his dad before Dig Dug, Mm. uh, this guy named Dig Dug and uh, he produced a couple songs on my past stuff but me and Dig Dug we didn't, we we don't mesh that well as well as me and Tabletop, you know what I mean? So and then uh then AM three came like a year after that, mm-hmm. like two thousand eighteen. So like 
since 2018, those have been like my three main producers mm-hmm. on everything. You know what I mean? Jukebox, AM3, and Tabletop. And that and that album to me was my favorite for me. That's why I bring it up. You know what word, I mean? It, that, that was the introduction to Otis Reed, really. As a solo artist to me, word, you word. know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say you you weren't before, but uh, in the eyes of somebody that took a, kind of a hiatus from local hip hop to listen to again, yeah, that, yeah. that was the statement piece that I was mentioning to you, word. you know that you had a good eye for both, you know the 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 camera and the music, right? So um, yeah, when, when, making that album, I know is is probably a tough time at that at that moment, in 2020, right? Yeah, um, Euphoria. Euphoria. Yeah, um, and and then you had Euphoria Part Two. Um. Well, the song Euphoria Two was on Euphoria. Euphoria One was on Basuda Negro. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. That was a whole other album then. No. Uh, yeah, Basuda, Basuda Negro. The song Euphoria started the whole thing. Oh. I named the album Euphoria off of that song because of how much. Uh, Praise I got off the song Euphoria. You know what I mean? Man. A lot of people fuck with it. And a lot of people like Euphoria too, too. Right. Like, man, I love the beat to that. Jukebox killed it. Oh, you know what I mean? But uh Euphoria one, like, I don't know, like just when people hear it, they be like, yo, like, he's just going barring out on it. You know what I mean? Like dude. and then the video it just matched it. Like the colors, like the bluish color yeah. to it. Like and that's another thing, like, so uh I see colors, you know what I mean? So like I know what I want the video to look like. Not even just because not even off of um not even like the concept. It might be the most simple video ever. I just know the colors that match. You know what I mean? In my mind. You know what I mean? I I, I, I know your artistry too is like the, the sometimes I feel like you have like slow motions in there. Yeah. That really captivate it when you're when you're doing those in and outs, you know, cutting it up a right. little bit. I kinda like that a lot, dude. It's almost yeah, like yeah. you're almost a puppet in a way. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like you have this vibe that's going on as well, you know? Right, I don't know right. if, you, if you noticed that at all, but Well yeah, because I had to do it. You know, so what I mean? know but, what you I, mean, but I noticed that I'm like, dude, this is like crazy because he's telling me other things uh, other than the motions that you know, people just give off in a video, you know what I mean? Just the right. hands throwing and whatever throwing up your set. But yeah. to me it's like you you have things that are giving to you Easter eggs throughout the video. Right, and, right. And, and that's what I, I dig about the artistry about about your stuff, dude, because it gives you more than just music. You right, know? right, right. And, and, and to me, the, the song that I like uh, the best off of uh Basuda Negro, right? Yeah. Um is um, USA. Right, yeah. That one to me, dude, especially at the time I listened to that, I still constantly listen to that music. That's fine. That song. And, and uh, I have to say to me, that was one of the best, you know, well put yeah. songs in a while, dude. That I can't even, and I can't even completely take credit for that song, because obviously it's uh, the guy Fortune 500 Book and uh, Diego Red on it. But like, so that song was given to me. That wasn't a song that I just created. Mm. So I, Book hit me up to do a song for him. I was shooting videos for him. And that's another kind of collaboration like that. I, like I was shooting too. videos for him. And then he was like, yo, can I get you on a song? So he got me on the song, but it was taking so long to come out. And I was finishing my project and mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, is that song going anywhere? Can I have it? You know what I mean? Cause I, the beat, everything about it was it was fire mm-hmm. to me. You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, cool. Go ahead. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, and that's how I got that's on the project. Crazy. So and, it and just Diego worked Red's out like on that. that too? Yeah, Diego that, Red, that's another, man. That's another legend. <laughs> 
My he's my my favorite rapper to come out of Central the Central Valley. Yeah, yeah. And you know so many, so it's right. like it's, it's, it has to be a long line of them. You know. Yeah. Well, it, it, he, his style matches what I what I strive to do more than uh, anyone else, right? I mean, and of course, like Fash, I love Fash. That's my people and shit. But like on some non-biased shit, I, I would say I would say Diego, but like. Fast man, he's just out of there. Like he's he's just a rapper's rapper. I don't think any rapper can do what he does. Like when it like you know when it's time to just cut a mic on, like tell him right now, rap. Right. He just he all day every day. He can do it. Yeah. Never he's never, never not. stop doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And and then talk about the now you said the euphoria took off on that on that uh, album. Uh, yeah. And then, and then you you ended up creating the next album. Yeah, and and talk about how how that came about too. What was I know people were telling you they loved the song, but how did you end up giving from one song to the whole album? Well, because I just wanted I wanted a, a album to fit that that vibe. I feel like that song is in my like when I think of like just like when I'm in that like rap mode, like you like this just you know what I mean? It's just euphoria bars. Like I want to hear euphoric rap like when i think of like um mf doom uh what's the Ooh. song by mf doom like he has certain i don't i'm not a big mf doom fan but he has certain beats that are just like that's hip-hop right yeah. there right you know what i mean or gangstar when you think of mass appeal mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. or uh nas represent like that yeah. you know that dj premiere feeling that uh P-Rock feeling, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like Heavy snares. Yeah, that vibe. And, yeah. That's what, and that's the vibe I was going for like with that song when I heard the beat. And it, it inspired me to do a whole project, you know what I mean? That's crazy, man. You know? and, 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 and I was looking at the, the uh, layout right here. Um, you had a lot of like R&B kind of style too in, in there as well. Right, right, right. And, and, and was that something that you vibed out to as well during this process? You know? Well, you know, I always try to have some kind of balance with my shit. Cause even, the, even on Basuda and Negro, like mm -hmm. that was an EP with seven tracks, but it, it had a couple... Yeah, had a couple Spend songs, it, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, Spend the Night, those two songs, mm -hmm. and then this one, it, you know, it had uh, How Can I Be Down, and How Can I Be Down, and Falling, Falling, yeah, but you know, it's always about whatever I'm going through, you know what I mean, and we're always, you know, I mean, most people, you know what I mean, have some kind of love either triumphs or failures right. going on in their life you know what i mean and that's the stories that you portray too not only in the music i'm going to say again but in the videos dude yeah um and you had one video that i i saw on online that you did uh vampires vampire diary vampire, yeah. that was something though that was great i like yeah. the artwork on that one too and you did yeah. that at spoke easy as well oh yeah yeah shout out to baker man so tell me the process that you that you take from music to video like I know I know it must take you to record the, the music but maybe you visually see it as well well you well, I with a song like vampire diaries uh when I did it I was going through some stuff and you know sometimes you'll do a song and you regret it afterwards like because you know you don't want to be putting people's business out there but like it was yeah it was just some tough shit I was going through you know mm -hmm. me being, being uh a single father for like a year now like where the, the the other parent hasn't been available whatsoever for my son you know Congrats on that, dude. that's, big, that's th a big thing thank you you know what i mean but it's it's you know so i 
you know, it's iffy sometimes though, because when you do those songs, it hits too close to home, and mm -hmm. you try to not be directly about the person. You know what I mean? But then again, like you don't want to be fake either. It's a thin you know line, it's a thin line where you could you could really yeah. make or break in that situation. But yeah. So it's like, well, fuck it, man. I'm just going balls out with it, and I and I did the video, and you know, and it. It, people liked it, you know what I mean? Like, I really liked That was something that I was... I'm not saying I, I know very much about or what, you know, but the visuals of it, with a, along with the, the music, it went right. very well. Well, it's it's something that we see so much out here, like in Fresno. Like, we, mm -hmm. what we've been voted, like, the drunkest city before. Like, it's the culture out here, right? Mm -hmm. and, you know, and people would be like, well, as long as you work hard and stuff, you can go, you can get drunk as you want, you can do as... You know what All I mean? Right. And, and the culture, and it's like, man, like we're we live in a broken society in Fresno. You full, know, what full I mean? of trauma, man. I think, yeah, you know, stuff that you know we we could throw out out of the uh, trash, but yeah. we, we just keep it in there for some reason. You know, it's it's like that stick that sticky gum that's always on the trash can. You right, know? right. And you just don't take it off. You know, you can peel it off, but you know, it's, yeah. it's hard to peel that off, though. Exactly. You know, exactly. And, 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 and knowing and you're saying that, you know, I have been sober for two two months. Are you so? Are you sober? So I don't. I'm not much of a drinker, but uh, you know, celebratory. I have yeah. a celebratory drink or I'm, whatever. I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. But but um, I, I think saying that too, you know, um, about the about the drinking around town, you know, yeah. it, it, it's something that I think needs to be said, right? You know, well, because at the end of the day, um, it's it's swept under the rug so much. Like I, I was, I, my mom was with him, uh, was with the alcoholic for, for years. You know what I mean? And that was the, the biggest issue, right? Like they would, you know, they would just argue all the time. And it was mostly about, about him drinking and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like, I was raised seeing this. I was raised seeing my, my grandpa drink two beers a day. He never, he never came up. My mom and my grandpa, like they, they, you know, they both would probably drink a tall can or something. They, mm -hmm. they never, they never came off as drunk, though. Like you know what I mean. It's some a, it's a really blind. You're blind to it sometimes. Right. You know what I mean. I, I, I know what you, I know exactly what you mean by that. Yeah. So you know, and it's like, damn. This is this is our society is so set up this way for this to be accepted. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I I feel like you know, especially like you know, I've heard people speak like about marijuana and say, oh yeah, like this is you know complaining about it being like legalized right. and stuff like that and I'm like and I'm not a big weed smoker or anything but I'm like well the fact that alcohol is a poison right you know what I mean mm -hmm. like alcohol is a straight up poison mm -hmm. it's, you're, you're hallucinating as you drink it mm -hmm. like that's the you're not really feeling it you're hallucinating right. it, you know what I mean so and but you're you know and it's just been legalized and marketed to be accepted mm -hmm. you know what I mean I so know what you mean. it's like well Man, I'm doing there's nothing that I'm doing that's illegal. This is this is perfectly legal right. and all this stuff and I'm like, yeah, everything that you do could be harmful. Too much sugar, too much everything. You exactly. know what I mean? And, and I, it's like you gotta have a balance. I like that you said that about the weed too, because I think people get a misconstrued, oh I don't drink but I smoke. Yeah. You know, and, and I I'll say I'm a smoker, but I, I choose to partake for med, 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 medicine medicine 
only. Yeah. You know, I don't partake to, oh, I, I want to go over here and go smoke or, you know, like yeah. you said with your kids, you know? Right, right. But but to me, I do it medicinally and I do it responsibly. Um, but I feel like people do put it in their face and say, this is legal, so I'm going to I'm gonna feel like it's I'm able to do it and right. enable people or give it to people like, this is okay. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, when, when it's, it's like, you know, these doctors prescribe you stuff. My, my grandma passed i didn't know that she was addicted to pain medication because the doctors prescribed it to right her. so you know what i mean but we're talking about a whole like thing that's going on that yeah. we we didn't know in the early 2000s was, was even happening mm -hmm. until until the white women started getting <laughs> addicted to it it's then it's true. like well, we got a problem here now yeah. you know what i mean so it, it it's crazy to see like these things offered to us and it's not regulated because mm -hmm. you know doctors give it to you and everything and then all of a sudden it's a problem it's like oh well, we fucked up back then and you see start seeing commercials yeah. saying well did you used to take <laughs> this medicine or you know what I mean no, it's I like don't. well yeah you know what I mean like it, it, it's also to me where it's like Back when we were kids, you know, the marijuana, uh, the marijuana uh, doctor was on every block. Right, you know, right. you can go any any corner of the, of the city and you can get a marijuana card. Right. To me, it, that just shows what the what the community is about, and I'm like, dude, take that away. You know, right. it should it should it shouldn't be where kids are seeing and being like, oh, that's I can go to this doctor and get my card. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like yeah. that easy now, man. Like you have to go through some rigorous things to get yeah. to get those things. And right. I, I like I like legalization, but I don't like it to the fact where they're selling it to the kids. Dude. Right. Right. And making exactly. it seem like it's okay to do. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the fact that it seems. I guess safer that you have to get it from these places now because I, to be honest with you, I don't. I wouldn't. Do what I did when I was younger, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're like, oh yeah, so and so has the good shit on the corner, like, and I'm like, ah, now I'm like, ah, I'm not buying from so and so. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. maybe like if I saw how it was grown and they got it by the bunch or something, it's like, oh, let me, I'll cop an ounce to last me a year right. or something. Like, you know what I mean? And, and to but, me, it's like, I, you can't trust it now, especially seeing the fentanyl stuff. Yeah. You know, people like, doing the fentanyl shit and it's like, Man, it's scary now. You, you, yeah, you're taking is. chances now. Sorry about you know this the art that you have make, makes you think a little bit more. You right, know what right. I mean? No, I'm I'm with it. I ain't tripping. So so let's talk about the the next uh, video that you also put out. It was a, I think it was a don't go public, right? Yeah, don't go public. And, and let me ask about the vision of that one. That one I like the the color. Like you said, right, you see right. colors on that one. Yeah, that yeah. Yellow in there, you know. Let me ask him, is that going to be something for that next album? No, nah, Don't Go Public was like a standalone uh, song. Because, I, I, you know, I've been working on Goldies. It doesn't really match the vibe of Goldies. Um, actually, when we did uh, Don't Go Public, it was uh, produced by a Dillionaire. And Fee helped, mm. too. Fee was in the studio. So, like, we were just like... Like I basically like I've told the story a couple of times on a couple of podcasts. I basically dreamt of a song, and I went to Billionaire Studio with Fee just to do a song for uh, your boy the Fee, and uh, I was just humming the song, and Billionaire started playing it. So we just we just did it, you right. know what I mean? And it just I liked how it sounded, so I was like, man, I'm gonna just throw this out, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so how do you like being able to work with you know your your brother on one end and then also the fee and Dillionaire on the other end? I mean, yeah, that's a great great combo for for you, you know. Word. I mean, you know what, man? I I think uh, 
with me, I'm one of those uh, your favorite rappers, favorite rapper, your uh, favorite thinkers, favorite thinker type shit. Mm-hmm. Like where it's like I can vibe with people like you, or I can go vibe with like rappers, and but then I don't got as much fans as the person that thinks I'm the best. You know what I mean? Like like Fee, he, he may say, "Oh man, Otis is the guy." But I, his fans may be like, I don't know what you see in this guy. You know what I mean? I know, like, yeah, oh, you're yeah. the guy, Fee. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's, but I, I get that much love from artists. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm able to vibe out and just be cool with so many people. You know what I mean? Like, and I, like, I didn't know it. Like, even as a kid, like, I didn't, like, sometimes I don't know my potential. Like, at the end of the day, like, when this journey started, I, I was just, me and my brother would be rapping on tapes, you know, recording on a tape recorder, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. one day, we was at a family reunion uh, with, I, I met Fash at a family reunion. We knew each other before. We played, used to play video That's games crazy. and shit. But uh, my grandma was like, oh, your cousin Sam. Oh, his name Santiago, but we called him Sam for some reason. Mm-hmm. He was like, your cousin Sam, uh, he's a rapper now. He performed at the Fresno Fair, I guess. He performed at the fair some artist showcase which is which interestingly enough uh that same showcase uh had omar or on Damn. which but his name is and uh his name was young g at the time <laughs> his, and his name was graphic but then, okay. back then it was young g right. or something like that so but i didn't know omar at the time my, but my grandma said oh yeah you know your cousin he rapped at the first unfair and then i seen him he was wearing like the 76ers like button-up shirt and i was thinking like what is this guy gonna rap like something like uh. he's rapping at first off he's <laughs> rapping at the fair i just thought he's gonna be on some like corny right like you know what i mean like little zane, little zane or you know type rap you right. know little bow wow mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you know and i'm one of those uh, rapping with uh, Asian at the end of all my meditation, segregation, type of shit. I'm like 15, thinking I know everything, type of right. You know what I mean? So, uh, fast rap for me. Like, we were just walking around the park. Like, I think it was Roding Park. Where we had our uh, family reunion at. And uh, he just blew my fucking mind, bro. Like, so much to the point, I was like, damn, he might not think I'm good at all. Like, right. But, you know, he liked me enough to where he was like, yo, get in my group. I'm starting a group called Section 8. And then, you know, we started Section 8. Like, you know what I mean? It started, like, and then it was just then on. Like, you know what I mean? So, so Section 8, that, is that you, Omar, Ara, and fast yeah well or me at the start. Uh, so it's been so many uh so many people in the group uh omar or wasn't in there right at the start uh so fast had a had a homie named seiko some some guy he went to school with that he taught how to rap this guy didn't even know how to rap right like, he was like yo i'm gonna teach you how to rap so it was, it was like me fast uh that guy seiko uh my boy pay-per-view kid and uh that was it around that time but it was even even with that it was like it was people that was just in and out the group like fashion like like first it was like fashion made me battle pay-per-view kid like over the phone type shit like (laughs) see who's better and see who's in the group shit but like we was that once on that shit where it was like yo like we gotta battle each other to get into this shit you know what i mean and then uh the crazy thing about graph graphic or omar Ora. He lived, we lived on the same block and didn't know it. So he lived in the apartments on PGE's hand, like right, like uh, busy be on PGE's uh-huh. hand. He lived in the apartments to the left. Now I lived in a house okay. to the right of uh, the 
Like, palm or trees, the palm back. trees, right? Yeah. Yeah. So one day me and Fash is just kicking it on the weekend over at the house. He would just catch the bus over there because he was from Shields and First. And then we was uh we met at we saw Young G graphic at the store just mm-hmm. walking. And uh, Fash was like, oh, that's Young G right there. And I was like, who's like, Young, Young G? G? Like, who is this? And then he was like, uh, but I knew at that point not to underestimate anybody anymore because Fash was so dope. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, this dude must be dope. But Fash is saying he's good. You know, so we started chopping up at the store. And then uh, he was like, he came through and raps later on at, at my house. And then we just been like this mm-hmm. ever since. Like, me and Omar, like. He's the godfather to my kids, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, like slap boxing, you know what I mean? Yeah. You get slapped a couple times here and there, but you got to make sure you got that 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 passion inside you to keep going, man. Right, right. And I like seeing that from you guys, man. Like knowing that you guys had a battle to get into the crew. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? For it's sure. not it's, it's not just anybody. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And seeing fashion is one of those people in the forefront, of it, man. That's yeah. just, that just shows the movement that you guys had, you know what right, I mean? Right. Way before your time, by the way, because. Yeah. Just to ask, you know, um, seeing how streaming took over, you know. Oh yeah. And back then, you had to get a had a label. You had to, you know, you had to get started. so like that. And that's the thing that I talk about still to this day, like how when we were we were like celebrities in high school because yeah. we didn't we we like Fash had a guy named um they used to call him Accident, and then he changed the name to Fantastic. Uh, he makes beats a lot. He still makes beats for Omar to this day. Mm-hmm. But um, he he had a studio in his closet or whatever. He had this group called Fire City. But we would record at his house. And nobody at the school had, you know what I mean? There was a couple rappers that were able to record. Like, uh, that dude Product. Uh, it was a rapper named Product. I remember good. him back in the day, yeah, too. Yeah, he was one of the only people that I had access to a studio. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, you know, uh, this guy, Jay Weez. Uh, oh, Jay Wright. Yeah, Josh Wright. I knew him. He was one of the only people that had access to a studio. And Proto, uh, uh, Mike the Most Confident. There was, but there was only like patches of people. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, these guys had a whole mixtape. How did they do that? Like they had that much access, right? You know what I mean? And we go battle at the fair, schools, and shit like that. So, and we make this records toward each other. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so, and that's how I used to be. You know what I mean? Like, most of this probably would be worth it. No, CDs. CDs? But it was, you know what I mean? We we get beats off like LimeWire and CD burners. You know what I mean? So, we were able to make these mixtapes, and then, you know, it would be passed word of mouth. Mm. So, a lot of people like once things started picking up, it's like, oh, you record at your house, you can get you can get this equipment from Guitar Center, you know what I mean? People started catching up, mm-hmm. and then they started looking at us almost like, oh, they're just regular people, but we were like superstars in in high school, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, people. I mean, at that time, I remember product. I remember the people that you're mentioning, you know, but always you guys stuck around the most, you right? Know? Right, right. Seeing that you guys have always. I always thought it was you three, uh, Omar Ara, but I think it was. Well, at one point, Section Eight was just me, Fashion, and Omar Ara. Okay. Like, so it was. That's what I'm saying. It was okay. always people in and yeah. out of the group, but like me, uh, Fashion, and Omar. We at one point it was when it was Section Eight when that shit was kind of like because 
all right so our main project that we put out like before the internet had picked up and streaming it was this uh, project called The Young and the Reckless, and it was me, Omar Orr, Fashion, and Pay-Per-View Kid. And Pay-Per-View Kid wasn't as consistent, so it was just ended up being me, Fashion, and Omar, yeah. you know what I mean? And Omar ended up being like uh, Fashion's hype man a lot of times, like when he go on tour. And so, and I would go on tour too, so like like we went on a tour with Wiz Khalifa and shit. I was sleeping on floors, like I, didn't give a, I had no kids, I didn't give a fuck, right. you know what I mean? And then, you know, we went on tour the next year after that with Evidence and uh, for for the Fashion tour, the high right. learning tour. Uh, it was Evidence and this guy named Curtains from New York. And it was me, Fashion, and Omar. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Buddies. so that's what it was at that point. Mm -hmm. But then uh, eventually, you know, we got everybody back on one accord. And it was like, all right, well, let's get this Grizzly City thing back going on. Because uh, while Section 8 was going on, there was always Grizzly Gang mm -hmm. in the streets. You know what I mean? All over. So our boy Dirty Money, Pay-Per-View Kid, all those people came back into the fold and we consolidated and the Grizzly City Boys is still what's going on to this right, day. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, so <laughs> it's still going on. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, even though we're not just putting music out together, it's like, when you see T.A., that's Grizzly City Boys. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You hear Pay-Per-View Kid or any Dirty Danero Sucio, um, you know, Omar Ora, Halo, right. you know, Fashion, that's Grizzly City Boys, GCB. You know okay. what I mean? I love, I love this. I love to hear that that it you know transformed into something that you guys envision. Right. You know, bringing back the people that you knew back then and still bringing them in, saying, "Hey, let's work together." Yeah. You know, it shows a lot with the packaging that you guys have with the, all your guys' stuff. Yeah. You know, um, and coming into to, to talking about the next album we were talking about, Notice, right? Yeah, Notice. So, so can you mention any of those tracks that you're coming out with? Who are you working with? So, um, on Goldis, the people I got on it, I got Fashion on it, TA on it, uh, A Plus the Kid from uh, Gold Chain Music on it, uh, K Fisher on it, he's fire, he's from you Memphis. Um, you worked with him with another song yeah, for on him, his, didn't on you? his album, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, he, he just put out a video, oh, TA just put out a video with him too. Oh, like, okay. It, it should, K Fisher, man, he's an unbelievable talent. Um, you know, of course, I worked with my producers, uh, Jukebox, uh, he did Vampire Diaries, um, man, uh, AM3, and uh, Tabletop, you know. Just keeping it, keeping it with the same, the same uh, in-house kind yep. of sound? Yeah. Um, so what can we expect from you? Anything different from your last uh, album before you? Well, I feel like every time I do something, I try to make it different, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't know, but... Also, too, though, like, I don't try to uh, throw people off too much either, you know. I just go with whatever I'm going with at the time, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I think it'll be a familiar sound, but it's different, but different at the same time. Let me ask about maybe some of the uh, singles that you might have coming out. Is there going to be a single? You know, date? all right, so, uh, I mean, I put out Vampire Diaries. I was... Uh, Actually, hold on. Oh, I put out Chillin', Vampire Diaries, and uh, Shine. Those are the three singles. But they don't, my singles don't really operate as singles, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I end up always shooting, like, most of the video. Well, not always, but, like, with Godis, I mean, with Euphoria, I shot, like, most, all the songs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, I think except for two. 
or something. And then I still, I probably plan on that now because now we're in a game of content. You know what I mean? Like you see Ta like shooting everything, everything mm. he got, every video he he's, he's putting it out. You know? So fire too, man! Yeah, your, your eye for the video is fire. Um, so I can't wait for the for the upcoming album Godis. Uh, do we have a date? Do we have some? To- yeah, well. The aim is May Fourteenth. I want to do a pop up with uh, with Sam Hansen for FTK mm. on there. Uh, you know, with these. Uh, I don't know if you see these the the hat or whatever. Obviously, nobody can see it. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get a picture of it. Word, word. Um, but this is your brand, right? Or is this because you have a, a, a brand as well, a Grizzly brand, right? Well, yeah, the G. You know what I mean? Okay. It, but it's a universal. It's a universal term. Like the the G is the seventh letter. You know, and mm-hmm. it's. Good luck, lucky number seven. You know right, what I mean? And, right. But you know, it started with the grizzly shit, you know, and the goat shit, you know what I mean? Right. And, you know, and that's just really what it is. It's the universal number. And, and FTK has been a staple here in Fresno for a long time. Right. And they, they've been showing love to, I think, a lot of artists now these days, too. Yeah. Still coming up. You Hell know? Yeah. Um, are you going to be uh, doing any, like, performances? I know you just did Porch Fest not too long ago. Yeah, I did Porch Fest yesterday. And, um, did uh, how did that go? How did that? How did the porch fest go? It was dope. I honestly never, I've never been to porch fest before. Even though I've been living in Tower on and off for the last, you know, uh, shit. That's uh, 2016 when I first like moved to Tower. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I but I never, never participate. I don't really participate in too much of the activities. But it was dope. Just driving down the neighborhood and seeing all the people performing in front of their houses and stuff. I'm like, dang, I should have set something up in front of my house. Right. <laughs> so you live right there in Tower as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, right outside, I'm like, all right, so it's, it's technically Tower, but it's like, it's on Abbey, so it's like the hood kind of. Okay. It's like, right, yeah. You know, it's like, no, right I when do. you pass Abbey, it's like. That counts. That's yeah, Tower right yeah. there. Um, and Tower's been a big thing for the culture here in Fresno. And, mm-hmm. you know, being a part of that, has that changed maybe some of your style as well? Uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm not a big participator in the. I'm probably more in the downtown uh, stuff, seeing that okay. flourish. You know, uh, people like uh, Carl and Carl Armada and uh, Roberto for Culture Clubs, and mm-hmm. the, you know, rest in peace, be nice. But like that whole movement that they were doing, you know, mm-hmm. it uh, it hella inspired me. That's like then there's other people with talent out here that. Can create a movement, you right. know what I mean? Like, and I and I, and, I, and I, I'm not saying not to take away from any other movements. So I remember uh, Minute Till Six. That was a good movement mm-hmm. out here, you know, with B Wash and uh, L I Z and all them, and you know, so not to ever take away from them. And obviously, Schoolyard, uh, Planet Asia, and all them, right. you know. But I'm saying, as it, when it comes to pertains to movements that came, excuse me, uh, directly under. The Grizzly City shit, where you could tell they pay respect to what we did. Right. It's like, ah, oh, man, you know, of course I'm gonna be biased. Yeah. To them, you yeah. know. What yeah. I mean? yeah. No. 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 <laughs> and, 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 as as you should be. You yeah. know, that's how we stand. Sometimes you just stand with your own. Right. You know, and you have to be grinding with them as well. Right. Uh, but seeing that you've been doing things on your own, like with the with your art, uh, with your uh, label, you know, your goddess. Yeah. And and also just the G as well. I mean, it, it shows shining through on your own as well. You know. Right. Right. So I like seeing that. You know, seeing you pushing 
what your product is, you Hell know. Yeah. So, like you said, May. So we got we got we got an album to look forward to in May. Yep. Um, and the push out is gonna be great, man. Seeing that Ta is right there too. He is coming out with another one as well. well. Seven summers. So you you're, are you on that one as well? Yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta finish my verse, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <shoot. laughs> but he just asked me like right before I left right now too because we live together. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been hectic around the, the house then yeah. with all the music coming out. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what? It's more peaceful than uh, you would think. Like it's, you know, what I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, um, me when it comes to what I do, I only move when I'm motivated. You know, mm -hmm. what I mean, I don't so because if you if you're just pressuring yourself to do stuff, it ain't ever gonna be how it's supposed no, to speak. You know, what I mean, I feel that man. I've been you feeling know. that the most lately. You know, like. Just trying to push out content sometimes it's too much you yeah. know when you're pushing out too much and it's like you got to sit down and kind of soak it in a little bit right. you know and, and seeing that you were able to to meet with me today dude it means a lot because you know i know you you could have been in the studio you could have been recording right. maybe recording another video you know with another yeah. another artist so right, I, right. I just thank you again for being here on the podcast man yeah um before we go, I just want to ask, you know, what, what what kind of message do you have for Fresno? Uh, maybe the to a new artist or someone that's trying to come up. Maybe even on, as an entrepreneur, you know, knowing that you know you've been pushing your brand so hard. Basically, man, it's just stay true to what you're doing. I guess the same as what I just said is like, yo, don't move unless you're motivated. Don't let pressures of what other people are doing. Uh, deter you from your mission you know there been so many times where i could have just quit or pushed myself to do something because i felt like oh man why isn't my stuff moving but this person's stuff is moving or you know what i mean because you know it but i wouldn't be in the position position that i'm in if i didn't move on my own time you know what i mean like mm -hmm. things just fall into place as long as you have faith you know so like shoot i got a movie coming out that i shot for uh diego red you know what i mean and mm -hmm. like that's a collaboration i didn't wouldn't have thought would even have happened i'm glad he hit me up you know there's so many people we could have hit up you know that's crazy so you know? is it a feature film or it's uh yes yeah, it's, it's a movie it's supposed to come out on uh tubi and uh amazon prime it's I called like trap that. house yeah tubi's coming up with some new new content man. right right and uh how long did that take you guys to shoot uh oh see and this is a learning experience uh the it was planned to shoot it like in a week but like I said, when you force things, you know, mm -hmm. you know, people wasn't coming through, and so basically, you ended up, we ended up having to reshoot a lot and stuff like that. So, I mean, all together, if you want, probably about three weeks, I guess, okay. like as in a, in a amount of time. If you were to talk about like how many, if if we were just going off the hours that we set up for, it was way longer than expected okay. you know what i mean but yeah. it worked you know and, it, and so, it was good sometimes good things like that come come and go you know and, and hopefully that will pick up some traction as well for you right. in the upcoming months dude and you, you said that was the date for for that uh, uh it was supposed to be out uh march april but we have a little bit of technical difficulties but it's done it's packaged it's ready to go they got the the trailers out on youtube if you want to go Check it out, Diego Reds. Uh, well, it's not called Diego. Well, it's called Trap House. Mm -hmm. I don't know how he has it, but I don't know if it's on his account or if he has an account for it. But yeah, the movie's called Trap House. Okay. And before you go, what is like some of your influences in video, video, and also maybe music? 
So, I mean, obviously, like, growing up, man, like, and I think me and Fash, our connection was, like, the Nas, uh, man, Nas, to me, crazy, like, and people, I guess, after Nas, it was, like, people, like, Lupe Fiasco, and I'm not, I'm not even a big, like, uh, I haven't followed every album for Lupe, but mm -hmm. his first two albums, like, the concepts that he used for his, like, my music is very conceptual, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I can rap a verse, I can, somebody be like, oh, can you write a verse? I can write a verse all day, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I want to be able to make a song that has a concept, like how Nas is rewind or, or shootouts mm -hmm. or, you know, um, I gave you power, mm -hmm. you know, or Lupe Fiasco's The Cool and, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, uh, Never man. Lies, like, those songs that, like, like you wanna like it's it's a small feature film in a in a verse so like mm -hmm. my music my, or not even just in, in a whole song you know what I mean my music it's been motivated by that and I, mm -hmm. I think that's why I've been able to do the transition to to, to videos mm -hmm. you know like back in the day like when I listened to Nas like a lot of his music was so vivid that you didn't need a video for it right Very true you know what I mean I've never been to New York but I imagine New York when I hear his music there, you know was, what I mean? there was a point where he'd even drop a video sometimes yeah. with his albums you know what I mean and exactly you know sometimes even the best songs didn't get the the, the worth of the video right you know what I mean you would think like a song like rewind from stillmatic would have a video exactly. it's, it's so even the beat is so dynamic you were like this should be the single you mm -hmm. know what I mean but you know, it is like it's just it's so vivid it doesn't need it. You know what I mean? And I think uh, that's what spawned what I do. Like, and also like, I think I was a fan of the visuals first for a lot of artists when I was a kid. Like, Busta Rhymes. Mm. You know, like Busta Rhymes videos were like, oh shit, it's just a party everywhere. Like yeah, he, he had a shape crazy. to it to yeah. uh, to his videos. Like right. it was like a weird then, shape to it. And then the evolution of that to like Kanye West videos or the gorillas or mm. you know what I mean? A I lot like of different people's videos that like like damn, like that's mm -hmm. the stuff is visually appealing to me, you know what I mean? Like and, you know. and it has concepts to it as yeah. well, you know, a, a beginning and an ending in a way, you know. Right, exactly. And that's and that's what I've always wanted to do, like have a even on my most simplest videos, like my video for uh my song Gunshots and Fireworks, like you know, just kids playing and showing mm -hmm. clips of the shit, and then the end, you know, the kid gets shot. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? On the, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. then the kids just, they're so desensitized to it, they just, they're not crying or anything, yeah. they just walk out. Walk away. You yeah, know what I mean? I know, like, I know that, man. You know, from like playing Grand Theft Auto and shit like that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, oh, yeah. That's so weird. It's so weird, dude, that, that you, could, you could really portray people. In, in that matter with the lyrics and in the visual, man. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing, dude. I, I just got to keep telling you, you're probably one of the most underrated. And I hate to say underrated because no, to me... No, true. I am, bro. Like, I I, I hate it. Used to hate hearing that shit, but then... And, and, and I would get frustrated and I'd be like... I feel that myself, but then, and then people would tell me and I'm like, all right, so I'm not tripping, bro. Like, I'm not tripping. Like, motherfuckers... They fuck Either with not, you, man. They fuck with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, they fuck with you, and and I'm gonna I, hopefully with the podcast, I can push pe other people to listen to you as well because it's not only a sound, man. It, it's a visual as well. Word, word. So uh, before I get you out of here again, I, I just want to ask you, can, where can the people find you? Where can people get a hold of Otis Reed? Yeah. Okay. So on Instagram, I am Otis Reed. Uh, 
Facebook, I am Otis Reed, I want to say. But, you know, Facebook is just more for, you know. Mm-hmm. Promotion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> le- well, less than Instagram. Instagram is, like, mostly from promotion. Yeah. Facebook's more personal. Uh, oh, I yeah. see. I, I, I don't know. I don't really do either. I do just promotion for Facebook only. Yeah. So, I, I mean, sometimes I get on Facebook and I'll just talk about LeBron James <laughs> and the fucking what happened in basketball. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, so... Yeah. But I'm not on, I'm not on, I don't be on, a, I mean, shit, I, sometimes I'm just on Instagram for entertainment purposes. Yeah, like, for real. I don't be, I'm not a guy that just posts all day. I need to post more, to be honest. Sometimes I just go on Instagram for the quick news. Yeah. You like, know, I need, you heard something, oh, well, I'm going to check it real quick. You yeah, know, yeah. that's why I like Instagram, but Facebook, dude, I try to stay away from that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, for sure, because sometimes, man. Man, that you you'll be watching like you'll just be having a good day. Then all of a sudden you see some shit. Well, we're at war with Russia. Then like, bro, bro, I didn't even want that in my timeline. <laughs> yeah, bro. like why? I don't. I'm chilling. I got my kids. I needed like my whole attitude change, and then nobody knows why. Like I'm trying to not think about war no, right it's now. True, man. It's so true, man. <laughs> but but they can get a hold of you on Instagram, Facebook, yeah, all the, all the I social am, platforms. I am just read like on most stuff. You can just Google I am Otis Reed, and you'll see me. And YouTube as well. Make sure you check out his yep, videos YouTube. on YouTube as well. Yep, yep. So before we go, anything else you would like to just uh, promote or? Uh, yeah, go this coming soon, and you know you'll see me though. People are like yeah, someone's video. Some like I'm in so I'm off foot somewhere. So much people's videos like in all types of walks of life. It's it's kind of crazy right now. So a- anything around the city that people are sleeping on right now that should be getting a little bit more love. Maybe uh, places like you said you go downtown, uh, down towers, uh, any places that you know uh, that are personal favorites. Uh, oh shit, my boy just opened up his restaurant, Ben Smoking Barbecue. Go check that out. Like, he's we, we just did Porch Fest over there. Man, uh, the best barbecue in town, you know what I mean? Shameless plug. Uh, and you know, just man, bro, just support Fresno. Fresno, you know, we gotta keep keep going, keep pushing. And go check out my shit. Yeah, <laughs> check out Goldis, check out Euphoria, yeah. check out. Basuda Negra. Check out Bind Activation at Otis Reed, uh, uh, Otis King, Return of the G, my favorite one. Um, uh, uh, Odyssey, is Odyssey? Odyssey. Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey. Damn, shit. Uh, 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 Grizzly City Boys, Grizzly City USA. Hear that um, catalog. Listen to that catalog right there. Right. He's been I'm, doing this for a long time. Right. He's been doing the videos for a long time. I, I just appreciate your time for uh, showing the Blaze Podcast some love, dude. And hopefully when you get that, you know, the video uh, or the movie out, you get the, the GOATIS out, maybe we get back. Again, right, right. this again. Yeah, for Maybe sure, we can sure. get Omar Ara with you as well. Hell yeah, you know, man! I know you Hell guys. Yeah. I know you guys work as a team. He so. actually called. I was on there. I should have answered. And got him on here. <laughs> I would. I definitely want him to get on on the podcast. He's right. he's another guy that I, I look at as you guys are a pinnacle. Dude. We're at this point in our lives, dude, that we have to realize what we've done. You know, in our teens is what we've done in our teens. Now we're elevating, you right, know what I mean? Right, right. As men, I feel like we need to do that for, not only for us, but for the for the future generation. Right. To, to understand you can do anything you put your mind to. Right, exactly. So, thanks for fucking with this independent podcast, man. And I, I want to oh, yeah, fuck with you more often, yeah. brother. For Thank sure, you. For I sure. appreciate it. Hell yeah.